My Car Guru, Season 11, Episode 96. You know, I once had a person tell me one time, he was a wise person. He said, Lenny, you know what? The only thing common about common sense is that it's not very common. Now, I don't think that's totally true or totally fair. Because what you think is common sense, or what I may think is common sense, is really not common sense at all. It's something that you learned a long time ago, and you've just accepted it as being common sense. Would you agree or disagree? I heard more agrees. Here's an example. You know, I think it's foolish, personally, to put deep-tinted windows in a car, especially in the passenger side, driver's side window and, and across the windshield. I was just driving my daughter's vehicle yesterday. I had to go rescue my grandchildren at daycare. Well, in fact, they were a lot safer at daycare than on the trip from daycare. But my daughter, Abby, wanted me to go get them, so I did. I got soaked in the process. But anyway, her car, when you get in it, it's, it's all of a sudden becomes night. And it's just so claustrophobic to me. I don't get it. Oh, but Dad, it keeps it so much cooler inside. That's what air conditioning is for. But does that have anything to do with common sense? I mean, putting something dark on your windows so that you can't see better? Um, no, it's just personal taste. You know why they do it? For the most part, they think it looks cool from the outside. You know, I've said here several times that, you know, let's say somebody pulls out in front of you and you really want to give them the stink eye. Uh, if they have deep-tinted windows, you can't see if they saw you or not, giving them the stink eye. So you're just wasting your time. And also, if you're driving a really cool car, don't you want somebody to see who the person is driving the really cool car? See, these are, to me, are common-sense things. But who knows? What do I know? I'm just a car guru. Today, we're going to be talking about car care, taking care of your car. And I'm not talking about mechanical stuff. I'm talking about the physical beauty of your car. Um, what is a detailed job? What should it include? You ever heard of that, detailing? A lot of people go through a car wash. Worst thing in the world you can do for your paint finish if you do it on a consistent basis. I wouldn't even do it once, as they say around here. If you have a black car, any kind of a dark-colored car, or if you have any plastic trim on your car that is like that piano black, like in between the door pillars, like the along the B pillar on the car, that's between, well, if you're driving a four-door vehicle, it would be the pillar that is between the driver's side window and the, and the rear seat window or the passenger side window and the, and the rear window on the other side because it scratches it. Just look at that. My uh, wife was trying to do me a favor one time. She took my brand-new F-150 through the car wash, and it was clean, relatively. It didn't get into the wheels very good. You know, it didn't get the bumpers, didn't get the running boards at all because they fold up, you know, have their power running boards. Didn't get them at all. So it was really kind of a, I don't know, three-quarter wash job. But what it, what it really did that really irked me was it scratched my uh, that plastic, that black plastic that I'm telling you about. It just had swirl marks on it. Before, it was perfect. Now it's got swirl marks. So there are reasons not to go through a car wash. Number one, they don't do a good job washing your car. If it's a, it's a, if it's a place that does hand washing, which I don't know if there are many of those, a lot of people go through a car wash and then they have somebody dry it after the fact. And that gets a little bit cleaner. I mean, they get into the wheels, the little cracks and crevices that the 
that the uh, beating drum of I don't know what that stuff is. Is it? It looks like like rejected carpet or something. You know, just think all of the stuff that was on the dirty cars before you. Some of that's still in those brushes that's beating on your car. You ever think about that? You know, all that, all the little microscopic little pieces of dirt that would be like gigantic boulders if you were the size of a gnat. They are microscopic, but they are just like little hammers, little knife blades digging into your paint. That seems like common sense to me. But again, maybe it's not so common. Get your car detailed. What does that mean? Well, I'm going to go through a detailing process with you and hopefully explain to you why you need to have this done at least once a quarter. What's a quarter? Three months. Okay, I'll cut you some slack. At least every six months. You know, coming out of winter and um, probably coming out of summer because that's when your car gets beat on pretty bad. Not only by you know, weather, but by the sun. So I'll be back in just one minute. You know, there are entire industries that basically pay their bills by protecting your car, protecting the outside of your car and the inside of your car. All you have to do is go to O'Reilly Auto Parts or AutoZone or even Walmart for that matter, any place that sells automotive products, and you will find all kinds of car care products. Now, who buys that stuff? Well, probably not you. It's people who like show their car. People who are fanatics when it comes to keeping their cars clean and protecting their plastic and rubber on their tires even. Yeah, they put stuff on their tires to keep it shiny, but also makes it look better and, and will preserve the life of the tire. You know, tires like to have a little moisturizer put on them every now and then. You know, as does the leather in your car. So there's all kinds of products that are out there. You can do a lot of this yourself. You can detail your car yourself. You probably do. Some of you do. Uh, some of you guys and gals out there probably once a month even, back your car out of the garage, hook up the hose, you know, put the little nozzle on the hose, fill up a bucket full of dishwasher detergent. Don't admit it. You do. Terrible stuff to use on your paint. Never use dishwasher detergent on the paint of a car. It strips off a lot of the good stuff that was put in there at the factory. And if you ever waxed your car, then there it goes. It's gone because of that uh, the abrasiveness, the chemicals that they put in dishes. They want you to be able to eat off your dishes. I don't think you're going to eat off your car, so don't use it on your car, please. But at least you're making an effort. Right, you're trying to preserve your investment, and quite frankly, folks, that's what you're doing. And you know, all kidding aside, um, if you want to get top dollar for your vehicle and you're thinking about trading cars, the best way to do it is to have your car detailed before you bring it to the dealership because that it sends a subliminal signal to the mind of the guy that's appraising your car because he walks up to it and he says, Wow, this is unusual a clean trade-in. And he's thinking in his mind, what am I going to have to spend on this car in order to get it ready to sell to put out there on the lot? Of course, you know, they assume they're going to have to change the oil and depending on, 
you know, whether the customers maintain their car, if it needs brakes or the tires are all worn, you know, those kind of things you need to take care of also. But when he looks at the finish and, and he, it's shiny, you know, he opens the door and it, the car doesn't stink. You know, the carpet's clean. The floor mats are even clean. The seats are clean. No stains or, you know, it just the, the leather has, is, uh, doesn't look all cracked or have big holes in it. This produces a favorable, favorable sorry, reaction in terms of dollars and cents. It's like putting money in your pocket. I mean, you may have spent $150 or $200 getting the car detailed uh, maybe two times a year. But is that worth an extra two to $3,000 when you go to trade it? It sure is. And it can make that much difference. I'm not kidding. So what's involved in a really good detail? Well, let's take the different parts of your car. Let's just start with the undercarriage, the part you never see. Uh, have you ever been under a car? If you haven't, the next time that you take it to a service center, just tell the service advisor or, you know, it depends on where you go. It might be a shade tree mechanic that has a lift. If it doesn't have a lift, you shouldn't be going there. But anyway, ask them if you can see the underside of your car. You'd like a little tour of the underside of your car. Um, I think that's a great thing for anybody to do. If you don't know anything about cars, that's a good way to learn because you can see a lot of the components that tend to wear out. You know, just understanding the difference between drum brakes and, and uh, disc brakes to see your exhaust system, to see the transmission, to you know, see the different things that can leak and cause you problems, the, radio, the cooling system, uh, the fuel system, all the fuel lines, the tank, you know, where the fuel filters are, that kind of stuff. Just take a tour. It may not be that fascinating to you, but I'm telling you, when, when you go to get service and, and the, the service advisor says that you need this or that, you have a little bit better understanding of what he's talking about because you've seen it. But as far as keeping that area clean, it's tough. You know, it, it's taken most of the abuse other than your tires. Uh, the underside of your car takes more abuse than just about anything else. So what can you do? Well, the thing about it is, is like I said, coming out of winter or even during the winter time, we have really bad snow. It gets You get a bright sunny day. Go to one of those car washes that have the pressure washer and get up underneath there and clean out your wheel wells and get as much of the underneath of your car as you can because that's where the rot starts, the rust and that grime starts eating away at, at different components of your car. And that's one of the reasons why um, you have a situation where, well, just like a, a typical truck owner, if they keep a truck long enough, it's going to rust at the cab corners. Not a whole lot you can do about that. But if you do some cleaning and take care of the uh, underneath the doors, what we call the rocker panel on the car, and you pressure wash that or you get that cleaned, uh, underneath the wheel wells, all of that will make your car look a whole lot better when you go to trade it and will prevent rust. Um, it, it goes a long way to, to keeping your car looking pristine, which is going to get you more money when you decide to trade it. Now, I own a detail shop uh, also at, at my dealership. also own lifts you know, that I put cars up on, so it makes it easy for me. We just get a pressure washer and just wash the underneath the car Put it, after we put it up on a lift. You can get to everything that way a lot better, but still, you can do uh, the things yourself from any car wash. You're going to get wet, um, or you can pay somebody else to get wet for you. That's what I would do. Okay, exterior, chrome, paint, plastic trim. 
Yeah, the car wash is the enemy of this. Also, acid rain, any type of environmental thing like sap off of a tree, just don't let that sit on your car for very long. Bird droppings, same thing. You know, since most front bumpers are plastic now, uh, they used to be chrome and they were easier to clean. You could clean them with a little bit of steel wool, really fine steel wool. You can't do that now. So you got these bugs that get smashed there, and they stay there for months upon months. Eventually, they just become part of your paint, and it doesn't look good. The upper edge of, or the leading edge of your hood is the same thing. People used to put those air deflectors on their trucks, and some, some people put them on their cars. I don't see those much anymore. Terrible idea to do that because after a while those things just beat the living daylights out of the edge of your hood and they don't preserve anything so there's no reason to, to do that and one of the best things you can do is to have some uh, paint protecting film applied to your front bumper uh, your hood and your fenders and your mirrors why would I want to do that Lenny because it makes it look good and it keeps it from getting damaged rock rock chips and bugs and stuff and if you know if it does get pretty bad then you just peel it off and you've got pristine factory paint underneath that just make sure you pick a really good brand of ppf go to a very reputable uh, detail shop that that does that or sometimes a lot of sign companies do that now there's one across the street from gateway ford they do uh, ppf and it is uh, they do signs make signs for a living some people put wraps on their cars also, but that's not designed to necessarily protect the paint. It's designed to convey a message like the name of a business or something like that. But PPF is a great way to preserve the front of your car. What's it cost for the front of your car? Anywhere from 500 to $1,500. I know it sounds like a lot of money, but it's really worth it. And if I've got any car that I'm going to keep for any period of time, I put PPF on it. And I will also put a ceramic coating on my paint because it's just a whole lot better. It's like a, just a, envision a wax job that lasts about three or four years. That's what ceramic coating is. Now, can you buy that at, at a parts store or something like that? Yeah, you can buy a version of it, but it's not like having a professional do it. What's that cost, Lenny? Well, you're looking at another uh, five to five hundred to a thousand dollars for a really good ceramic coating job? Because one of the things they do is they do paint correction. What's that? Well, paint correction is when they actually do some wet sanding. They're trying to get rid of a lot of that uh, orange peel look on your paint. And it's kind of a just really bumpy paint. Or if you have an older car and it's got scratches and stuff, they'll get all that out. They'll just buff it and and buff it again, and then buff it again to get it right, real slick, and then they'll put the ceramic coating on top of that. And it looks like you could stick your hand in it. So these are some investments. You know, Lenny, I can't afford to do that. Well, I, I understand not being able to afford to do it up front, but save for that. You know, you get a brand new car, save for that, because if you trade every three or four years, it'll come back to you. Matter of fact, it'll probably be a great investment. It'll actually increase the value of your car more than it costs to do it. So that's a good investment. Okay, so let's talk about what else? Oh, the interior. Uh, you know, if your carpet really gets wet, really just, you know, you accidentally leave your window down or your sunroof open like I did one time, and it, or you go through high water and it gets flooded, folks, the only thing that you can do is to take the seats out, take the console out, 
pull the carpet out, and probably get rid of the insulation underneath it. And make sure that it's good and dry before you go back with it. The carpet may not survive it. If it's really old carpet and it's been in there a long time and, you know, you've eaten a lot in there and stuff like that, it's probably going to mildew and it's not going to be good. Really, car- carpet is not that expensive. But if you think for one minute that you're going to be able to get it out with a shop vac, you are incorrect. Because if you pull the carpet up, you'll see all the little nooks and crannies that exist underneath that carpet. And water st- can stand in that for months and it gets stinky, kind of a musty smell. And if you take your car into a dealership, they have well-trained noses, and they open up, they smell that musty smell. They know that's going to be expensive to fix. So if you go ahead and take care of it, it's going to be a whole lot better. You know, you might be able to just, if it's a newer car, you might be able to just, you know, maybe not even pull the seat out. Just get loosen up the carpet, take the 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 strip of chrome along the edge of the door, just take that up and that'll give you access to the underside of the carpet. Pull it up and stick a shop back in there and, and get rid of all that standing water. You know, if that standing water is like on a, uh, basically one of, where a plug is, like an electric plug, it's going to affect your wiring as well. So you might not have any taillights. You know, these are things that you have to get taken care of. But still, the carpet is important. You know, get it shampooed, um, Coming out of winter, maybe every six months, get your carpet really deep cleaned. We have this thing called an extractor at the dealership, and it really does a great job if you shampoo carpet, sucking that, that uh, moisture back out of the carpet. But many times, you will, if you came to our cleanup shop, you would see a vehicle that we traded for. We've pulled the seats out of it, and the carpet is laying on the asphalt out in the parking lot because we are drying it really good after doing a very deep clean. We do that. Should you have to do that? Probably not. But if you're keeping a car a long time, you can take it to a detail shop that will do that for you. Your leather seats, they need to be treated. They need to be cleaned at least once a year with leather cleaner and then put leather conditioner on them, and they will just look really good all the time. When you trade it five, six, seven years from now, they'll look good. They'll have that little patina, but they won't look cracked and dry. And that will return big dollars to you as well. Um, Let's see what else. Cloth seats. Don't get cloth seats. But if you have to get cloth seats, again, it's just a regular cleaning, regular vacuuming. Don't let those food crumbs stay in there for a long period of time. You know, and get all the food. Get that vacuum cleaner. Stick it underneath your seat. Get all along that console. You know, they make those things that are like pockets that slide in between the console and the seat. Definitely go buy one of those or two of them, one for each side if you have a console. Even if you don't have a console, if you have a split seat of some kind, put those in there because they'll catch all your French fries. You know, they'll catch your 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 gum. They'll even catch your cell phone. You know, I have I have those in my truck, and and they catch occasionally. My cell phone will be on my lap, and I'll go around a curve, and blunt, there it goes. Well, I just have to pull that little thing up, pull my cell phone out. You know, and there's probably a French fry in there. Or, you know, some of my hair that's fallen out. So you know, these these are handy little things that you can do to preserve the interior of your car. Okay, I'm gonna take my last break. I'll be back here in just a minute. Okay, what do a toothbrush? a business card, and a vacuum cleaner have in common. That's right. They're all very useful when it comes to cleaning your dash and your console. Yeah, you know, a lot of, there's a lot of little grooves and, 
and designs and stuff that are in consoles today and, and dashboards as well. And the only way to get some of the little, I don't know, pieces of sand and food and skin that sloughs off, that's kind of gross. But, yeah, the only way to get that out of there, out of those cracks, is to use a toothbrush or a business card. And then you have a vacuum cleaner in your hand and you just suck it up. You got to stir the pot just a little bit to get that stuff out. But yeah, that makes a big difference too. And it'll just make your car a much more pleasant place to be. Now, if you end up deciding to clean your dashboard, please use a very soft touch uh, rag of some kind. Don't use a paper towel because if you use a paper towel on your infotainment screen or on your dashboard, you're going to scratch it. Uh, one of those microfiber cloths are the best, but also be careful of the chemicals that you spray on it. You know, you don't use household cleaning products on that. You buy stuff to clean your dash from an auto parts store because they have the right kind of stuff that won't damage your screens. And it's very important. You know, I've seen some of the manufacturers will send a cloth like you use to clean your glasses with, you know, because a lot of these are touch screens. And just think how nasty your, your cell phone gets sometimes and how you have to clean it. Of course, mine's made out of glass, but most of the others, most of the materials on dashboards are not glass. They're plastic, and they scratch pretty easy. So that's another very important thing to watch out for. So I hope you don't feel chastised too much. This is just common Well, sorry. It's not so common. I started to say common sense. Um, that was a uh, slip of the tongue. Let's just leave it at that. Thanks for listening to this edition of My Car Guru, and I will see you next time.